You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the Bulls' loss to the Sacramento Kings. Also, a cold shoot night from Zach Levine and the team overall. And Billy Donovan decides to start Io over P. Will. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com or look, up, look it up on the app stores of your choice. Our listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On. All caps in the game. This sucker has already won a title in the game. Championship back to back. Uh, but with that said, <laughs> I've won four Pat, actually. Four. I've oh, four. I, I didn't get that update. <laughs> that's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And we're joined by the pettiest man alive himself. P Kid is in the building. What's going on, P Kid? What's going on? Appreciate you having me. Oh, anytime, fam. So. The Bulls lost a tough game down the stretch in which they looked really good in the first half. Uh, despite some issues in the second half, they were still right there towards the end of the game. We'll talk about the decision and, and what the Bulls did with, with guarding or not there of De'Aaron Fox down the stretch of the game. But uh, we got a guest in the building, so I'm going to go to P-Kid first. How do you feel about this game overall, brother? You know what? Despite the fact that we didn't come out with the dub, I actually was encouraged by it. I'm going to tell you why. Kings are number one offensive rated in the NBA. If you looked at how we played, we shot horribly. Yeah. They actually beat us in every statistical category. I mean, they shot for nearly 50% from the uh, field, 48.7. Uh, we shot th- under 40. They shot better from three. And uh, we edged them out on free throws. But still, when you look at what they do and how they play, and for us to still be right there to ultimately have it decided by a last second shot, I know it's too late in the season for, you know, consolation prizes, but it's like to be able to, you know, stack up against that. I wasn't too upset about it. That's fair. Pat? Yeah, I kind of felt the same way. I, I I wasn't devastated by the fact that the Bulls lost this game. I was impressed that the Bulls were in this game. Um, I think the big thing to me is that when you, when you look at um, really just kind of how the Bulls, again, one quarter. It, it's, it's, it's what we're one quarter away. <laughs> I mean, a 37-point quarter where, yet again, there's another offensive drought. Yet again, there's defensive lapses. But other than that, I can look at this game and have a ton of positives to take away. They gave up a 37-point quarter in the third, 37 to 22. You're not going to win many games like that, especially playing the style of basketball that the Chicago Bulls play. You know what I mean? Um, Like Kid said, we're way too late in the season for any kind of consolation prizes, moral victories. I think that we're learning a lot about our Bulls team and the players that... Benefit from having, uh, uh, like I said, co- uh, uh, point guard on the court, uh, um, having a real system being run at times. It seems like for some reason, Billy Donovan could drop the best one play plays. In, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nah, like how many great plays did he drop at the end of that game in a row? But at the end of the day, right, it, it comes down to being ex- being able to execute continuously. I mean, some interesting stats here. 
that uh, Casey Johnson dropped. And I want to get your reaction to this, Hayes, because it really epitomizes what we've gone through on this show. Um, the Bulls, of course, stay in 11th uh, uh, after losing this game. They dropped to 12 and 23 in clutch games. 12 and 23. Mm-hmm. They blow their sixth lead of 16 points or more this season. I believe that that is the most in the NBA. And it really just speaks to what this Chicago Bulls team is at this point. It really, I mean, that 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 is because when you look at this game, especially like we out rebounded them, we had over our, half of our assist uh, uh, baskets were assisted. Uh, we 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 won the turnover battle. Like we did so much of the things, and even the three point shooting, we took the same amount of three pointers they did. We just made two less than they did. Yeah. Those are the type of things that separated the Bulls in this game. And so, yeah, when you when you hear like the how many big leads the Bulls have blown up, it it really it's it's that's what this season has been. That just is what it is. That's what this season has been. Yeah, and it just I I don't know, man. I I think that. Let me ask y'all this. And I, my God, this is this hurts to say. <laughs> it, it, it really does, because it's probably the team that I hate the most in the NBA. Can the Chicago Bulls, right, be with, with the one-point losses, the, the blown leads, all of that, be what the New York Knicks were this oh, season God. by tweaking a couple of things? You, you, you see why it hurt to say. Be what the Knicks oh, were by tweaking a couple of things heading into this season, right? Namely... Of course, right, we've talked about the point guard position. Billy Donovan's not going to change. He's going to be here. But tweaking just a couple of things, right, me and Kid talked about over on the breeze, adding real three-point shooting to this team. Mm -hmm. Can the Bulls have a bounce back year like the Knicks have had? I mean, yeah. It's it's not outside the realm of possibility that if you balance out this roster a little bit better, if you, you you fix the things that we clearly need fixing that, yeah, we can definitely be a much better team with with. Slight tweaking. I, I do think that we need we need way better balance. And I even said this on Central today over on the postgame show. We 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 as much as people are like now, can we keep Io? Can we keep Kobe? Can we keep Caruso? You have to move off of one to two of those players just so you can get some shooters and some bigs in here. You, 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 we have to we have to move off of some of these players that we do like to fix what's going on here. But it is a very fixable issue. I I would say, and kid, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I think we're to the point. Well, we probably need to move on from all three because being the best defense or a top five defense in the NBA don't mean much if you can't outscore the other team. I got to disagree with you on that one. I think, uh, if anything, Kobe White, you move off of first simply because he's been here, I think, the longest. Yeah, he's been the longest out of Alex Caruso and Io. Um, he's had the opportunity to evolve and he's actually taken a step up in some regret and regressed in many others. I think you were, you, you know, and if you look at his splits, not really efficient. I know it looks good now he's coming off the bench, but if you really look at his numbers, he's not really a, an efficient player. So if you move off any of them, it would be him. But I, I'll give you something else if you all don't mind. And Hayes, I love to see, hear what you think about this. I think this is an, a coaching issue and not just Billy Donovan, but what the assistant coaches as well, because I'm looking at adjustments. I looked at mm-hmm. the Kings make a good adjustment in how they ran their zone and executed their zone. And if you really look at it, they kept Vooch out. They kept them high. They forced them to be uncomfortable, and it affected everyone shooting-wise. In fact, the only person to really have a decent shooting game, DeMar and P. Will, realistically. Yeah. What's up with that? We had a 16-point lead and stuff like that. I think we're not making the appropriate adjustments at the right time to even stay in some of these games. <laughs> not necessarily as much as a, as a personnel thing, right? 
Welcome to the show, kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a conversation me and Pat have had several times. Uh, and I know we're on opposite sides of this. I, I definitely think I, I, I think coaching is more of an issue than what Pat thinks coaching is. Um, it, it, it's definitely is something to be said to that. I just I see personally in games what I'm seeing is Billy Donovan being I don't out coach is too broad of a word, but like he, he makes the initial adjustment sometimes, but the adjustment to the adjustment it's never, almost never there, almost never there, and I and I definitely think that that is an issue on both offense and defense. I, I I'll tell you what, right? Like just to me, right? I, I don't know what it is, but like I just don't see anyone else talk to Billy Donovan like I see Zach and Pat talk to Billy Donovan, and Demar a little bit too, right? Demar talked to him a lot, but right, like how are you not in Io's ear on that last play? How are you not telling Io to play up? How are you not right like that? That and and I'll agree. Billy Donovan. I said this before he got here. Terrible at adjustments. I like I like how you said it. He's terrible at the adjustment to the adjustment. Adjustment. I like how you said that, right? Because I think that that's a really good distinction of it. Because there's a lot of stuff where Billy Donovan does, and, and I think the difference is we've seen Billy Donovan say, "Hey guys, stop letting them shoot threes in the corner," and they keep doing it, right? But I think you have a vocal leader in the building. But I think now, right, like I look at. I can I can agree with that statement on it because Billy Donovan drew up a great play for DeMar on that shot. And I wouldn't have gone to DeMar in that situation. A great play, though, for DeMar on that shot. DeMar knocks down the three ball and then and, and gets the N1. But you didn't have an adjustment to them coming out on the defensive end. That's a problem. Did you really think that was a bad defensive play by Io? I would have played it differently. I've said it. It's not a bad defensive play. But I would not have let him walked into his shot knowing that he had 12 points in the quarter already. And he was cooking the entire quarter. And I agree with that. It wasn't a necessarily bad defensive play, but it wasn't a smart defensive play either. And I think that's where the distinction comes in at. I, I think the reason I, I struggle with it is because of the other game winners that he's had this year. And mm. where they've been, and if you look That's at them, it's it's high free throw line right there. So you, you're guarding that spot. He's not really. I mean, he can shoot. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he can't shoot, but that's normally his spot. If you play him too close, he's like the quickest dude in the league, one of at least. So and he blew past everyone on our team. So it was like, all right, Io. They left him on an island. The help wasn't really coming. He's left handed, I believe. So P, P will coming across on the right hand side didn't really help. So it was like, all right, where's that help defender on that end? And didn't really see him there. And so I was like, hey, Io contested it, but he just made the shot. Like, it's not like a Tyrese Halliburton shot. Like, that's that's fair. I, that's something I can I can live with that one, right? But like in this shot, it's I like can live with Halliburton too. <laughs> yeah, but you put him on an island. So it's like if he plays him too close, it's a foul. We have no timeouts. That's fair. That's fair. You know, but we. We got to get into the break. Got to get into the break. Because uh, I know Pat Pat will get to rolling with beer for another three minutes. Uh, so next up, we're going to be talking about the cold shooting from the Bulls overall. But before we do that, got to get into the uh, uh, our next uh, sponsor, and that is Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. I'm really geeked out about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your 
team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring, trading and training players, making draft picks, and navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of an NBA season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline, play on the go, and as you want and when you want to. Uh, Locked On Bulls listeners can get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code, or look in the app store of your choice and search Pro Basketball GM. That's ultimateprobasketballgm.com. Thank you. All right. Get my points. Hold on. <laughs> All right, Pat. So uh the Bulls, cold shooting night overall. And Zach Levine, who's been hot, and I and I've talked about it, it was coming. It, it, it comes all the time. At some point, it was going to come that Zach Levine had a cold shooting night. And even though DeMar, you know, shot the ball 50%, Zach and Vooch both being extremely cold in us as a team as well, 38% on the game. It definitely hurt us in, against an offense like the Sacramento Kings. How you feeling about this the, the cold shooting from the Bulls tonight? Um, I mean, listen, we haven't talked about it nearly as much. And I think the fact that it took a cold shooting night from the Chicago Bulls for the Kings to get a win, mm-hmm. um, it, it says a lot, right? Like Zach Levine has has been playing really well offensively. And still, I mean, like the part that I loved about tonight was that when it got down to it, when it got down to those final moments, Zach Levine didn't just say, I'm going to just pull this tray ball. I'm going to just shoot this three. We, I'm going to try and shoot us back in this game. He still made smart plays, got to the bucket, tried to finish at the bucket, realized he was bigger than guys, right? Like, those are the things that you have to do when you're having a tough shooting night. The Bulls as a whole are not a good offensive team. You know what I mean? And and I think that's the reason why we have to have the conversation about who you move on to and who you want to move on from to bring in better offense for this team and stuff like that because we're not having that conversation if the Bulls can play an inkling of offense. Heck, if they were 15th in offense in the NBA. The problem with the Chicago Bulls is that they they, they can't they, – they put up, what, point one more points than they, they're able to stop? So if you have any slip on the defensive end, you have a game like tonight where you're just not able to get back in the game. Um, shooting Tough shooting nights are going to happen. It's why you have to be good defensively. But uh, when you're having a tough shooting night on a team that already takes usually 10 to 15 less shots than the other team, you're putting yourself in a heck of a hole. Okay, that's fair, kid. You can't say development and win now in the same sentence and it work out. Generally, it doesn't. Um, very few teams have ever pulled it off, if any. Uh, I can't really think of many. Right now, we have three or four players that we're trying to develop. Io still trying to develop Kobe White for some odd reason. We're stuck to that. Patrick Williams. And r- believe it or not, those are some of the players that we absolutely rely on to show up for us when our stars are not performing well. And when you really look at it, Io didn't have a really good game. You can't trust some of these people that some of these players down the line. I mean, Drummond was having a great. Let's not say great. He was having a, a decent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's having a decent half, and he was showing up. He got a couple of steals, made some plays. But can you trust him late game? No, IQ doesn't seem to be there, or for some odd reason, he's just this this bull in a china shop. <clears throat> you, it don't really work out that way. Um, 
so I look at it like from that perspective, not that we ne- can't necessarily score, because obviously if you're stopping the other team and you can you know, score a little bit more, obviously you tend to win. It's just being able to have the right people on the floor at the right time to make the right moves when you need them. And that's kind of the thing that we haven't bridged the gap on. Don't have the right personnel for these late game situations. And it tends to bite us in the behind. Or do we have them and Billy Donovan won't put them on the floor? Hey, man, I mm. see exactly where you're going with that. Because mm. <laughs> uh, we were sitting there for a while just like, hey, man, like, just just it, sticking with the four-guard lineup, huh? Like four actual go guards. Go ahead, Hayes. Give it to <laughs> I know you want to. Listen. This, uh, I'm on Petty Roosevelt today. <laughs> You're not going to get Petty on Lockdown. Can't get Petty on Lockdown. Yeah, I can't do it on Lockdown. The the fact of the matter is this. The four-guard lineup, it's, I, I've said, always compared to this. It's like Billy. It's like a kid getting a new shiny toy. Billy Donovan, is he's just so stuck to it, even in times where we clearly see that, and not to the, it's not always the player's fault, but like, listen, you keep having 6'2 and 6'3 players guard these 6'10 players. At some point, length just, it, you, you could only fight so hard. And, and you know, so I... Billy Donovan's inability to move off on it, man. I and I I just fear this that he's going to double down on it at one point in time. We're going to see five guards out there, and it's, it's, it's going <laughs> to be like don't let Javante come back. Don't let Javante come back. Absolutely, if Javante comes back, bro, <laughs> he's going to be center, bro. Vooch, uh, take a break. Javante, get out there. Uh, we're going up against Mo Bamba. I know. Go ahead. <laughs> can I uh, upset you a little more? Yeah. You know how many steals Patrick Williams had today? Four, right? Was it four? Four. Yeah. Hey, real steals too. Team. Like he snatched real the muzz away from yeah. him. Like real steal. And 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 that's the problem that I have with Billy Donovan in development. It's like, okay, even if you have if you want the, the players to earn their minutes, cool. But you can't explain to me realistically that why Patrick Williams did not earn an opportunity and a chance to be in the game in fourth quarter today. Every other times, okay, cool. If you want to say that other players are playing better, I'll give you that. But how are you developing the confidence in your young players? if you don't reward them when they are playing extremely well. Patrick Williams balled today. He gave you, like, it wasn't amazing or anything like that, but he came in, he gave you energy, he made right decisions, he did those type of things. You don't reward that in crunch time? It, it, that, it's, it, like, and, and you're, for a coach that was touted as being a developer when you came into this franchise, I have issues with that. Let me ask you this. Are we seeing the Bulls pack it in? And the reason I say that is because your development pieces are where right now? They're on the bench. They're going up against your second unit, guys. Patrick Williams is getting his opportunity to be much more aggressive, and he's taking advantage of it. He's getting his opportunity to go out there and attack more. Io DeSumo getting that opportunity as well, but not taking nearly as much advantage of it. I think he's really... Uh, his confidence level has really dropped a lot this season just because mm-hmm. of how poorly his season has gone. But at the end of this season, right, we've seen the Bulls put a starting unit in there that, hey, we're just trying to win as much as we can. But then you see a bench unit come in, and it's all these young guys, all these young pieces that you're putting in, and Andre Drummond. And, uh, <laughs> and you're trying to, it, it seems like, right, like, because Patrick Williams has been giving it all. Patrick Williams was given a starting role. He was given, uh, he he wasn't given enough shots right for us to go out there and be like, I feel great about what we're seeing from Patrick Williams. But he was given a starting role. He was given more opportunity probably than most people have been um, 
And we've seen him regress in some ways this season, especially just on the defensive end, which is the part that I care the most about because that's mm-hmm. what you was hanging your hat on. It feels to me like they're trying to build up these young guys' confidence at the end of the season on their way to next season. I, 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 honestly, bro, I think I, I, I think that you are giving more thought to that than Billy Donovan <laughs> ever had. Probably. I'm just being honest with you. Probably. I, like, I, I love your thinking, and I wish that I could have faith that that's how Billy Donovan is thinking. I don't trust Billy, that Billy Donovan is thinking that far. I just don't. I just, I just think, right, when you think about the next step, and I know we got to do the ad read real quick, but, and, and kind of, we can kind of continue this conversation because the next topic is about uh, the four guard lineup and, and I would assume we're getting the start of a P. Will. But when you look at the next step, the heavy belief is that Patrick Williams will probably be back in the starting lineup because DeMar DeRosa will probably be gone. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is the opportunity for him to go out there and just be like, go play your game. Y'all marinate on that as we do this ad read because we got one topic to go as we break down Ayo DeSumo getting the starts over P-Web Dye at this point. Six, six, five, six, one. So we started Pat Bev at the two tonight. That's all you need to know. Anyway, but hey, we're, at the, we're, we're coming to the close of the NBA season. And that doesn't mean it's the per, not the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book because new customers get the no sweat First bet up to $1,000. I need y'all to hear me on this. A $1,000 uh, uh, first bet with no sweat. That's a bonus bet. Back if your first bet does not win. Join and download the Fan, FanDuel Sports app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use, and you can bet on everything from the money line to points scored and threes drained. If you were betting the over on Zach Levine draining those threes tonight, you were wrong. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss this chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets where you go to FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. You right there, my boy? <sighs> <laughs> oh man pat I, I i love you bro you know you're my little brother i love you dearly man but uh i i i need i need you to have a personal meeting with billy donovan because i just i you have more faith in billy donovan's thinking than i do i don't think billy donovan's thinking about anything other than the fact that i really got a three-year extension and where's my gum that's all i think that billy donovan's thinking about right now did we find out how many years it was did i miss that no, I'm just speculating. Oh, I was about to say, I was like, did we find out he's been here for three more years? <laughs> well, the reason why I always say three is they said several, right? It's not a couple. So yeah, that makes my mind go right to three. More. So. <laughs> the fact that no one's taking advantage of this gum sponsorship to have Billy Donovan on is tweaking out here, bro. Like, what's bro, going on with his, his on. marketing? His Could marketing you, team is terrible. Every commercial would be agent, like, bro. be like the only gum Billy Donovan chews on the sideline of every Bulls loss. <laughs> Double mint. Experiment. <laughs> uh, but no, man. I mean, I the, the reason I brought this up, right? Of course, right. Patrick Williams not getting a start here tonight. But the one thing that the here's the tough thing to say: if Io loses his confidence in the player that he once was, and it sucks to say, mm-hmm. he's a second round pick. He is not your first pick in the draft. 
they have not gone back to P. Will in clear situation. Now, here's th- there's two things I'll say. Billy Donovan's terrible at adjustments. He's terrible in-game adjusting. I think he comes out with a good game plan. He comes out with good offensive plays drawn up, but he can't do more than that, right? But I, I'm also not going to sit here and pretend like this much just a, a – he's not Jim Boylan. <laughs> he's not far off, bro. He's I'm not Jim Boylan. He's, he's not, not that Boylan. far off. I, I'm going to tell you, he's not Jim Boylan. That's he, fine. He, I'm not, I'm he, not, I agree. He's not Jim Boylan, but he's not that far off. I, 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 he's, somewhere, he's somewhere between Jim Boylan and – like it's like Jim Boylan, Vinny Del Negro, and Billy Donovan is right like underneath Ooh. Scott Skiles. Like that's – Underneath that, Scott yes. Skiles? <laughs> On the Bulls? Yes. In his career? No. The Bulls? Yes. I I Scott I Skiles know. ain't never lost lost I mean only never won lost. seven out of thirty-three games. <laughs> never <laughs> I'm just saying that, bro. Like <laughs> I'm just I, I just I feel like right, like I don't think that Billy Donovan just forgot how to coach a basketball team. I think he understands the the concept of hey, tall dudes matter. But I do believe that maybe it's it's even something from up top that, hey, we have to make sure. Because, I listen, I go out there, do whatever you do. You're a second-round pick. He the but number four the pick thing. in the draft. Is we got to get him right. Is it that Billy Donovan forgot, or is it just that I think we forget and overlook the importance that at every level of coaching until the Chicago Bulls, just about, he had a generational player, even in college. No, For I, collegiate? I, Joe Kim Noah, Al Horford were generational players for the collegiate level. He immediately came from that. It's a a team that had generational talent in the OKC Thunder. Now, yes, they did send that talent away. He still did pretty good when he had a young team. But even when he had that young team, if I'm not mistaken, it was still Chris Paul on that team. So he still had Chris Paul on that team. This is the first time that we've ever seen Billy Donovan not be able to default back to a generational player in their decision-making. That's why he relied so heavily on DeMar DeRozan last season. That's the closest thing that we had to it, especially while Zach Levine was hobbled. I just, I'm not saying Billy Donovan's a bad coach. I'm just saying that. Nah, that's what maybe, you said. Listen, listen, listen. That's, no, that's, that's what you said. What yeah, okay. well, that is go. what there you go. said. But I'm just you saying said he's that. he's a bad coach. That, I'm saying that. Well, I, said, I said that he's a, bad, he's a bad coach for this team. That's why that, I, that, I did that, say this team. <laughs> so th- is, it, is it just that we're seeing Billy Donovan that maybe, and me and you have already talked about this, Pat, yeah. that you kind of have to build the roster to maybe insulate against some of the Billy Donovan-isms of this team. But, like, is it that we're just starting to notice, like, what Billy, Billy is as a coach when he doesn't have a generational player on his team? Can both things be true? Yeah, can, both things. What I mean by both true. things, I mean, uh, let me bring it up, is – can we not have the talent and can he not be able to make the adjustments and, and do things of that nature? And I, I mentioned that to say, like, we look at P. Will. P. Will should have started. P. Will should have been in late game for defense. I agree with that. The one thing P. Will has always been able to do is get stand in front of somebody and stay in front of somebody. Yeah. Right. He's gotten cooked, but I mean, hey, this is the new NBA. You're going to get cooked. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. But there's been plenty of times where, I can't sit there and say that he's been in a lineup and didn't get shots when I'm seeing him pass open a lot of shots. He's taken them this season and it's kind of been a, this, you know, upward trend for him. But for a long time, he didn't have the confidence in himself and the team didn't have the confidence in him. So it's one of those things where you don't have the players with the right personality or the aggressiveness to actually claim that spot. And then now you're playing everyone else out of position. Like go to your IO point. IO doesn't play well at the point. He's not a point guard. 
If you look I, at his advanced I, I can't, analytics, I can't his say that, shooting though. guard stats. If like you play him at the shooting guard, he had he's created more offense in the shooting guard position and as a playmaker. If you look at his advanced analytics, the but more you play him at that position, the more impactful he is. So why start everything we but, but everything we saw from Io at the at the top of his game was at what po- what is it what position? Point they guard. The, he he came in. He came in as a point. Now, I, I, now, Pat, you've been literally making the the the, the statement that Io isn't a point guard for like the last two. No, years. no, no, no. I I agree with I agree okay. with that. I'm just saying that he's saying that he plays better at the two guard. But what we saw him play at his best, it was at the point. What I'm okay. saying is, you just got too many people out of position now. You got way too many people out of position now, and I think you're starting to get them back. But again, coming into tonight, right? Like even to your P Will point, P Will starting to trend up. We only have his rookie year and this year really to go off of. 17 games that. last season, coming back off an injury. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, what he what he come back with? 12 games left in the season, and then it was straight into the playoffs. And hey, go stop Giannis that nobody's figured out how to slow down. <laughs> now, maybe poking the bear, right? Maybe you don't say he's not God out there. I mean, he's got a godlike look. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> He may not be Jesus, but he might got Zeus. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, Let's just go to mythology, why don't you? <laughs> straight, yeah, he's Greek. He's Greek freak. But I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just, I'm just looking at, to me, how you, what you really have to hold your hat on for these things to work. Because right now, what situation are we heading into? You, you're, you're threatening to not make the play in. You probably won't get a top four pick. So you're just going to go out in free agency and spend money that. On what? On who, on who? What free agents are we really looking at next year? And we haven't dived deep into it, but what free agents are we really looking at that we're like, that's going to fix it? I mean, I don't think it's any one, but there can be a combination of them. You get yourself a point guard. There are some solid point guards out there that you can go after. Um, Jacopoto, if you do decide to move on off Vooch or Vooch does decides not to come back, is an advanced analytics darling. And he's probably one of the only centers that b- brings some things that defensively that Vooch doesn't. Now he doesn't bring everything Vooch does offensively, but yeah. he's not a complete like failure on offense either. He's a solid passer. He's gonna get you some of the tough shots, tough rebounds. So I think there's a combination of players. We'd have to look at the free agent list and, yeah, and we what their expectations are sign, it, but we were expecting think, to be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> but that's I, it. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like we're in no man's land now. I'm just enjoying the rest of the season for what it is. Tonight was a competitive game. Yeah, it was a fun I game to watch. I didn't, li- I, I literally yeah. was like, this is the best game of the night. It was yeah. the best game. But I, I, I will say this before we get out of here I absolutely expect Omar not to be on this team. And it's oh, not yeah, even because he doesn't. No, play we, well. we, we both do. Yeah, it's not because he can't play. It's simply because they have to choose a direction. You have to choose Zach at this point. It makes no sense not to. And the offense kind of looks better with Zach. You get you get more threes out of it as well. I think that's what the analytics said. I don't know. I think that's one of the things they didn't have a direction as to who was the guy for a long time. And now that you kind of solve that, and you can move on from it. I think we have a different Bulls team next year. I don't want us to be in the playoffs. You basically forced it. Yeah. Pat Bell was like, hey, bro, you make 250 mil. You're the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got no choice to be the guy. <laughs> he said, hey, man, follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Kid, drop the socials. 
Oh man, thank you. I, I, Mama, I'm on TV. Hey, listen, no, at one P <laughs> at one P kid on Twitter. Also with the with the breeze. I know. Don't don't, don't judge me. Don't judge me. <laughs> you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H A I Z E. And thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen today. Now for your second listen, go check out Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast for pat the designer and p kid tonight this has been locked on bulls we about this mug peace y'all peace music came on aggressive real aggressive <laughs> <laughs>